Hey, thanks for listening. Ad Speaks Houston, the inside scoop on Houston advertising and marketing is created and produced by Radio Lounge, the American Advertising Federation, Houston chapter at aaf-houston.net. On July 15th, from 1 to 2 o'clock, we are offering another uh, free webinar for our friends at the American Advertising Federation Houston, our friends and members, I should say. If you're not a member, you need to uh, uh, become a part of this great organization. This is incredibly relevant, especially as we look at the, uh, the, the COVID era of our lives. It's called Telling Unskippable Stories with YouTube, and you can actually register for this online right now at aaf-houston.net. Aaron Green is Director of Digital Sales Enablement for Reach Local, and uh, this is a company that uh, does uh, amazing things with digital media. Uh, Aaron's been doing this for uh, uh, quite a while now. She's an award-winning marketer, speaker, and sales leader, 13-plus years of agency experience, a focus on uh, sales enablement, digital strategy, strategy, and media. She's also worked with a number of leading organizations, including Nike, FedEx, MD Anderson, and Susan G. Komen. And you know, uh, first of all, Aaron, thanks for thanks for being here today. I know we've t- kind of tried to hook up in the past, and uh, you are busy. I, I know that, but <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the uh, the opportunity to get you together. Uh, with our folks at American Advertising Federation Houston. You also work uh, with folks at uh, John Manlove Advertising. Leah Howard is uh, the connection there, and uh, you've worked with those folks for quite a long time. But here's the deal. When YouTube first made its way onto the Internet, few people realized how many hours of video we'd be watching years later. I'm guilty. YouTube, 2 billion users worldwide, the ultimate decision, a destination for online video. Uh, you'll be learning about the the power of YouTube and the customer journey, the experience, and the best ways to harness it as marketers and creators. So first of all, Aaron, I'm really looking forward to this, and I know folks are going to be very interested in the digital aspects of of the marketing. So it's going to be a fun seminar, and thanks for being a part of that as well as joining us today. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here and get to talk to everybody. You know, Reach Local is uh, a digital marketing company. Uh, talk a little bit about that and the background as it connects with USA Today and such. Sure. So Reach Local was founded in 2004, which does feel like an eternity in digital terms. And we were originally founded as a technology company. So we built a platform that works with Google Ads. And we've been iterating that platform since then and gotten really, really good at that. Um, so we're a, a Google global partner, and you know we've won the, the quality score three or four years in a row as that was going. And then over time, we've just made it a point to make sure that we have every digital capability that a business or agency would need to be able to flawlessly execute their, their marketing program. So whether that's on the social side, SEO, the website side, and and then we we were uh, acquired by Gannett slash USA Today, and so which gave us even more and scale, right? So endless access to to, to data, to be able to reach new groups of people. We're now the second largest source of information on the internet. We're one of the largest um, uh, media providers in North America. We have offices all over the world. And so we've tried to be real intentional about building that capability so that we have all of those things to offer uh, to be able to mix and match services to to fit those needs. And what we're going to be talking about and uh, the session is, you know, telling unskippable stories with YouTube. And the reason that we want to talk about YouTube is two big reasons. 
the first is, is that during the pandemic, we've seen uh, numbers for YouTube skyrocket, skyrocket in terms of usage, right? So people have been um, more sheltered in place, people have been home, and all of that time that people were spending doing other things has had to go somewhere, and it has absolutely went to YouTube and streaming platforms and places like that. So, you know, we talk about, you know, go where the people are, that's where people are. And the second thing that we've seen is that YouTube has been a myth for a lot of agencies, right? People have focused on uh, search or traditional media or social, but have kind of skipped over YouTube. And some of it has been, we found, either unfamiliarity with the platform or maybe it's that there weren't the production capabilities to really execute well on video. And we want to um, sort of unpack how easy that can be and how powerful it can be in terms of it being a component of the overall media plan of your client. You know, things can go disastrously wrong on YouTube if you don't present yourself uh, uh, properly, and maybe that's one of the uh, the holdbacks of folks being or desiring to explore something like that. I know a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, uh, the ads are repurposed digitally, uh, you know, from traditional media onto YouTube. But it would seem to me that there is so much more uh, to be able to connect with folks and. I, I think it's a great, I, I, absolutely a great idea, and you're absolutely right about uh, uh, so many folks uh, going to to YouTube. I mean, you think of Hulu and uh, some of those other uh, uh, platforms out there, but YouTube is just like the at the top with two billion users, as you say. You know, I wanted to go back to the Gannett uh, uh, stuff. Um, I, I actually was with uh, Gannett Broadcasting back in the early '80s. Uh, when they decided to come out with uh, USA Today, uh, a rel- you know, kind of a cool resource when you've got newspapers all over the place. And newspaper was a lot more of a, uh, a solid uh, marketing and news distribution platform. But it sounds like, once again, Gannett has stepped up and found something really cool with the ReachLocal.com uh, platform. So this is obviously working for them uh, t- in Talk more about that. I mean, who, who do you see coming to use the resources of, of Reach Local and also of using the, the resources on YouTube? So um, for Reach Local specifically, one of the things that we, we like to be able to talk about is that we work in all of the different verticals and we work with clients and agencies of all sizes. And we try to build our business to be able to do that, right? So from really, really niche things to, to all of the general verticals, but if you're looking at things like healthcare, education, home services, right? Like those are some of the first ones that come to mind mm-hmm. um, in terms of verticals that people flock to for that. Uh, and if you think about it from a user perspective, right? Like why are people going to YouTube? So two things to keep in mind. We always say that it's the it's the second largest search engine under Google, right? Um, but it's also the world's largest research engine. So people go to YouTube to figure out how to do things. So if your toilet is running, right, you go, how do I, you know, fix that? You immediately go to YouTube because it's easier to see somebody in a, a quick video demonstrate how to solve that problem than to read a web page about that. And what we find is, is that users do that for um, all sorts of different things. And, you know, do you want to be able to, to promote your business at the moment when somebody is trying to solve a problem, when you're the business that solves that problem? Absolutely. And that's what YouTube enables you to be able to do. You know, you've got, the, as you said, the, 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 the DIY stuff. You're absolutely right. Instead of printing a manual, let's go to YouTube and let's see somebody actually 
demonstrate how to do a, a, the project or do you know do the fix it up uh, stuff is 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 you might expect you would have had to go to a, a paper manual and look at and see how things are done. So, but what types of uh, what types of industries, what type of uh, categories are actually uh, being really well served by that unstoppable stories on YouTube concept for you at this time? Sure. So I would, I mean, I, I think we could come up with great examples with almost any vertical, but if you think about healthcare specifically, um, one of the examples that we talk about, right, is like say that you're uh, somebody that needs to have a mammogram appointment, right? You turn 40 and you need to have, um, you know, that you need to do that. And then you're going to start researching, right? So you, you probably get a lot of mixed information when you look at web pages, but we know that um, the healthcare industry overall does really well on YouTube because it's a highly emotional, complex decision, and people are looking for credible sources of information. So ads that have, you know, the doctor that is talking about, here are the common concerns that people have when they go get a mammogram, or patient stories, right? Maybe I want to hear from the person who actually had that procedure and sort of alleviate some of those concerns. Those are really easy wins to uh, to be able to reach people that are actively consuming that that content. So we're just one of many different verticals that work well on YouTube. Healthcare is one of the ones that we immediately point to. The other big one to point to would be education, right? So uh, being able to highlight uh, universities, and especially during the times that we're in now, people are really rethinking how education is going to work. So there's tons of community colleges that are needing. To, to promote themselves, right? Because maybe people aren't going to fly across the country and set up stuff, and maybe they don't know whether a university is going to be in person this year. And so there's the opportunity to acquire new students, and so we've seen a lot of clients work in that regard. But there's very few verticals that don't work well on YouTube, so I try to find some also some niche examples. So just to, to get really niche, we had a client that did material handling. That's like forklift. And so... Would you think that there would be uh, specific targeting capabilities for forklifts on YouTube? If you would have asked me before we did the media planning and research, I probably would have been like, well, that's pretty specific, it's pretty B2B, that's pretty niche. Um, but it turns out that there are in-market audiences on YouTube for that also. So you mentioned earlier, right, you're talking about 2 billion users. You're talking about the second largest search platform on the Internet. And so regardless of vertical, there is a thriving um, base of people that are looking for information on that topic. You know, you talk about local um, local reach, uh, reach local being the name of the company, uh, but, you know, putting something up on, on YouTube, you've got now a global reach if you desire to do that, which I think is an incredibly huge bonus uh, with that. But you are still focusing on the local aspect of reaching people uh, through YouTube. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it, for most of the people that we talk to, right, when we work with agencies, when we work with clients, um, we always start with, you know, you start with the user and, and everything else will follow, right? So we want to talk about, you know, who is that ideal customer and how is that person going to buy the product? And one of the constraints of that, what we find is, is that it's, it's always a local choice, Right. Even if you're dealing with a really large company, there you're dealing with a bunch of different local markets, and you're going to need to adapt and come up with plans at each area, right? You're not going to talk to people necessarily the same in L.A. that you would in New York versus you know, people in Abilene, Texas, or Waco, or San Antonio, right? Like you're going to have slightly different strategies for that. You're definitely going to have different targeting, and YouTube certainly enables you to be able to have a very specific local reach to reach that exact 
You know, over the years, and we've done, been doing this for uh, quite a long time, over almost three decades now, and we've watched the digital space develop. We've also worked with agencies who, um, as this market was emerging, they really didn't have the answers, the people, the platforms in place to really address uh, digital marketing space. But I think uh, smart agencies uh, have done uh, what folks like uh, John Manlove has done with uh, uh, with bringing somebody who is really specifically focused on that. Do you think that's a uh, an asset, and, and is the need still there? Do you find a lot of local agencies are saying, listen, we don't totally get this. We know that you get it more than we do, a lot more, and that's why we want to partner with you. Is that what you're seeing with uh, with uh, Reach Local? There's there's layers for that, right? So some people come to us because of our technology and our platform, right? Because we're um, a big enough company to have uh, you know large product teams that are constantly iterating and developing uh, the product capabilities. Um, you do the math of having somebody hand manage a program, like somebody sitting in front of a computer and, and doing all of that, versus having um, somebody who has an expertise in just that product and has an AI driven platform that they collaborate with to be really effective. Um, people come to us for that, for sure. The other side of it, though, ends up being the financial piece, right? Like within the agency world, you sort of have to do the brutal math of what does it cost to build these capabilities internally for media buying, right? Like the, the staffing of all of those pieces versus finding a partner that you can you can work with, right? That can radically scale up or down based on the needs on an account basis. So it works on, on both levels. Sometimes it's the, it's the financial capabilities, and it makes a really good business sense to be able to leverage media buying that way. And then uh, certainly the having the, the scale and scope of the platform for the different ways that we buy media and optimize campaigns is helpful as well. Then the, the third piece is the reporting piece, which ends up being the huge pain, like coming from full service agency background and having to... to collate all of that data across all of those different platforms, having a, a system that automatically does that and reports and leads and gives you all of the different ROI numbers, that ends up being the third big thing that most agencies are looking for. You know, I think the, uh, the, the, um, the realizable, uh, seeing re- realizable results is one of the, the key things here. And I'm not suggesting that uh, traditional advertising has been smoke and mirrors, but validation of how many eyeballs, how many ears, how many uh, people are catching what you're doing uh, was a little bit tougher. But now you've got these digital platforms like YouTube uh, that you can actually say, okay, this is how many people came to uh, your event and watched your event. But one thing I wanted to ask you as well, in traditional media, especially in larger markets like a Houston market, uh, can be almost cost prohibitive for uh, a lot of advertisers. In other words, don't even get into it if you can't outspend competition A or competition B. But are, are you seeing with uh, with YouTube uh, the opportunity for uh, entry-level folks uh, at, a, at, at a more uh, modest pace uh, for this uh, platform? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that YouTube may be the, the, the best buy out there in terms of digital marketing right now. And let me give you sort of a, a comparison to that. I want you guys to think back to call it 2006, 2007, whenever people were first starting to do Google search ads and the cost per clicks were $0.05, cents, $0.10, cents, $0.15, cents, right? You know, mm-hmm. And now if you're running search campaigns, you know that those numbers are a lot higher. The 
because competition and number of people that are advertising on that platform has increased radically. I think that YouTube is in the same position that search ads were uh, in 2007 now. And let me tell you sort of what we see in terms of cost per completed view, right? Like I regularly tell people you can expect, you know, 15 cents cost per completed view and have campaigns that crush that number in 10 cents or 8 cents, right? And, you know, when we talk about a completed view, right, you know, the opportunity for somebody to not skip the ad and see at least 30 seconds of your of your ad, you get the opportunity to sit down and fully tell your story to somebody at that price point with that kind of targeting is incredibly powerful. Yeah, so regardless of budget, for the most part, there's a place to get involved um, in, in any market, right? Because you're able to hone in on exactly the kind of person that you're trying to be. Yeah, and, and, and reach the pain point or whatever uh, very quickly. You know, uh, in broadcast, it used to be we need 60 seconds to tell a story, then... Of course, we have the less is more concept. We're now down to 30 seconds and uh, down to actually two seconds with a blink. Uh, some of the ads that uh, are, were part of Clear Channel and iHeartMedia's um, platform. Uh, so uh, can you tell a story? Can you, can you tell an unskippable story in a short period of time like that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the, the questions that people ask. They go, how long should my, my content be? Um, I think that you're right whenever you're looking, if you're trying to just you know randomly say what that number should be, that 30 seconds to a minute is super workable. Um, but there's campaigns that have been, like you said, a lot shorter. One of the really famous Geico ads, because um, Geico always crushes it in terms of marketing, they have the, you can't skip this ad because it's already over a campaign. And those were, you know, five-second, six-second bumper ads that yeah. were ran that were super effective. Um, but we generally, in the counsel that we give our clients is to look at 30 seconds to 60 seconds and to front load that information as much as possible. And I think this is going to be a really exciting webinar. It's set for the 15th, 1 to 2 o'clock. Uh, it's called Telling Unskippable Stories with YouTube. And, of course, Aaron is going to be uh, a part of that and, 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 and hosting that, uh, along with uh, a lot of folks uh, on our Zoom platform that we're using. Uh, but, Aaron, you're enjoying this, uh, this new media thing, aren't you? You, you got in you, 13 years ago. When this stuff was really cranking up, what do you see? Let's let's take us five years down the road because there again, that is another uh, generation of, of digital technology. Uh, do you see YouTube even getting better? Digital platforms even getting better? And and if so, what what are some of those things that you see down the road? Well, I think the biggest trend that you're going to see is that people are going to continue to cut the cord from cable. So we used to ask that question in meetings and in, in summits and stuff of how many people currently have cable TV, and the percentage of people that have that is lower and lower. In fact, I have a colleague that did an experiment. He turned off cable TV at his house but didn't tell any of his family members, and he wanted to see if anyone would care, and nobody cared, right? And, like, that's kind of shocking. So I think the biggest thing that you're going to see is that there's just going to continue to be a shift from uh, traditional cable TV into more streaming platforms. And you can see this already, like when you look at the, the different internet providers, whenever you sign up for things, they're they're bundling TV and cable together for that reason because yeah. they've seen that shift and they're trying to, to sustain that area of the business. So that's the, the wave that's already happening in the most predictable trends. Um, five years out, there's really no telling, right? Like there's always new platforms that are popping up and going down. I think TikTok has been the newest thing that has popped up for people. 
And anytime that there's a new platform, everybody sort of tries to figure out how are they going to leverage that. And what I want you to think about whenever you see a new platform, think about what YouTube was in the beginning and what it evolved into. So the first video that was on YouTube was a guy going to the zoo. And then for years, it was known as the funny cat video platform. (laughs) And then one day, we just sort of turned our heads, and now it's got everything, right? It's got college classes, and it's it's become this this whole thing. Um, and then, so think about, you know, for the other platforms that are there, what are they going to evolve into? They won't stay funny, silly platforms for long. They will grow up and people will figure out how to utilize those tools. Well, we're going to learn how to do that. And I know a lot of folks are going to be interested in, in, in hearing from you as well. And I think one of the things that our members asked uh, for the American Ad Federation Houston is teach us something new, teach us something different. And I think this is going to be. Uh, one heck of a webinar. It's July 15th, 1 to 2, telling unskippable stories with YouTube. And if you don't know Aaron Green, you will want to know uh, Aaron Green. Thanks for taking time out of your day today uh, for this quick uh, little podcast uh, to kind of tease the event. And uh, thanks uh, thanks again for uh, uh, you know being a part of the one coming up on the 15th as well, Aaron. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to getting to meet everybody, albeit virtually. Take your questions and then... Um, Whenever you get to see the content, I hope that it sparks interest. And then if we want to you know, meet afterwards, I'm happy to do that, too. Thanks that's, for having me on. That's cool, Aaron. Thanks so much. You stay safe. You, you Off off of this podcast, Aaron, you know, we talked about people going out and buying things from Amazon and, and, and shopping for masks and all that kind of good stuff. Aaron goes ahead and buys a house during this time, which I think is a, an amazing feat. Congratulations on that new homeowner. Enjoy that. Oh, you'll, you'll be on YouTube a lot learning how to uh, fix the plumbing and the other stuff that goes with home ownership, I guess, huh? Yeah, my fence fell down the first day that I owned the house, so I've, I've already, I am on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can I can make some, some recommendations there, but just go to YouTube. You'll figure it out. It's all good. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Aaron. Ad Speaks Houston is created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter. Find out more at aaf-houston.net. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, and you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. So until next time, thanks for listening. Ad Speaks Houston, copyright 2020. I'm Ray Shillings.